You're listening to True Parenting Audio, episode 27. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about 15 simple ways to help make chores fun for your kids. I know this sounds crazy, but it's true. It can really happen. Chores can be drudgery for kids and for parents. Do you ever wish chores could be a little less of a grind? Wouldn't it be amazing if chores weren't such a chore? I'd like to share with you a story from the life of my wife. My wife has a saying she uses to remind our children not to draw out their work and make it miserable. She says, don't sit on your bucket. When my wife was little, along with her siblings, her mother asked them to go out and pick fallen apricots off the yard and put them in buckets. Each of the kids was given a one-gallon bucket to fill. They were told when they filled their bucket, they were free to go play. My wife and her older siblings filled their buckets in 10 to 15 minutes, but her little brother flipped over the bucket, sat on it, and pouted. When everyone else was done, there he sat, whining and complaining about the job. He sat on his bucket for over three hours until finally, even he was tired of his own whining. Once he started, he completed the job in minutes and was off to terrorize the neighborhood in no time. My wife learned at a young age that work can be fun, and when it is, you're more efficient and the outcome results in higher quality. She's been excellent in teaching our own kids how to never sit on their buckets. Chores tend to be a strong point of disagreement and conflict for parents and children, but we can help our kids learn how to work cheerfully and take joy and pride in their work. Kids are much more motivated when we work with them and are engaged with the process. They learn to work hard and accomplish large tasks by watching and experiencing it along with us. The process of teaching our kids these skills and values of cheerful work is best achieved by first working with them Second, working alongside them, and finally, encouraging them to apply the skills on their own. This progression may take years and can sometimes require that we start over as they expand their developmental abilities and tasks. The following are 15 ways to help make chores fun for kids and a little more fun for us as well. No more sitting on their buckets. So let's get started with 15 ways to make chores fun. Number one, make it a competition. 
This works especially well if you have more than one child and they're competitive. Make it a big deal. Instead of just saying, okay, who can get this done first? Split the chore into two equal parts and then turn on your announcer voice. Give them fun nicknames associated with the chores they're doing and do a whole play-by-play of their chore. The crowd goes wild! Number two, time them. With young kids, it can be helpful to start out helping them with a job. Say, hey, let's set the stopwatch and see how fast we can clean up the toys. Ready, set, go. Rush around the room, make strategy together. You pick up the cars, I'll get the Legos. When you're all done, tell them that you'll write down the time so the next time you can try to beat your last time. Number three, be an animal. Some may feel a little ridiculous with this one, but it can be a huge success. Everyone picks an animal that they act like while they're completing their chores. Ask the kids, how would an eagle pick up his cars? What is that bear going to do with those campers over there? Sometimes you may have to ban certain crawling, slow, or slithering animals. They tend not to be as effective in fulfilling the chore. Number four, mission impossible. Create a mission. An example might include, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to sweep the kitchen floor and find the hidden bomb by cleaning up your clothes on the floor before it explodes. You'll save the lives of your whole family and get a clean house out of it too. You can hide a timer in the house if you want or create some other mission of your own or let them create their own mission. Number five, make a sport. One of my favorite cleaning sports is hamper basketball. You and your child can pick up all the clothing and toss them into the hamper from all over the room. You can enhance the fun and excitement of the experience by going behind the back, through the legs, and doing spin moves to make the basket. It's fun to watch kids mimic this and start to genuinely enjoy themselves. Number six, dance or sing a happy tune. A simple song can make a huge difference in the mood of everyone in the home. Turn on some motivational, feel-good music and crank it up. Dance around. Use the broom or mop as a microphone. Invite the kids to sing backup or tell them you'll back them up. Vacuum with style to the music and let them take a turn. Number seven, intermittent fun breaks. One of the big chores around our house during the summer is weeding the garden. On hot Idaho days, sometimes weeding the garden is the last thing anyone wants to do. It becomes a little more bearable when we take it in small increments and interchange it with running through the sprinkler. Beforehand, we make a plan. For example, weed a row and you get to run through the sprinkler or jump on the trampoline with the sprinkler underneath. You can do this with anything. Find a fun, motivating activity and interchange the chore and the activity. Go back and forth between the two. Number eight, the toys clean up. Most kids are great at make-believe 
and it takes away the monotony of the task when they can make their toys actually do the cleaning. Yep, have the G.I. Joes clean up the mess, or use the dump truck and the bulldozer to clean the area. Number nine, switch up the chore chart regularly. I find that most parents that use a chore chart say the same thing about it. It worked at first, but not anymore. The kids got bored with it. Chore charts can be helpful to make chores more predictable and structured. It helps them know what to do without all of the reminding and nagging, but it can become too routine. It loses its novelty, and then it loses its value. The secret is to switch it up from time to time. Create a new system or just a new chart together with the kids. This helps to keep things novel and gives the kids some ownership of the process. Number 10, race mom or dad. Give the kids a chore and tell them what chore you'll be doing at the same time. Make the chores somewhat comparable. Make a win-win wager with them. Tell them, if you finish first, you get to pick a small treat. If I win, I get to take a break and play Legos with you guys. Then race. Don't fulfill the prizes from the race until both your chores and your child's chores are complete. Number 11. Make a silly song. Life's a musical. Remember the happy working song from the Disney movie Enchanted? Make something up. My wife and sons do this all the time. Sometimes the song is about the chore, sometimes it's about something else entirely, and sometimes, well, it's just nonsense. Number 12. Tell a story during mindless, monotonous chores. You know the chores I'm talking about. These are the chores that are time-consuming but take very little thought. They're repetitious and often quite boring, things like folding laundry or washing dishes. During these mindless sorts of tasks, it can be fun to tell stories to your kids or invite them to tell you a story. Number 13. Pretend make-believe scenarios. There are a million kinds of make-believe activities that can turn boring chores into play. You can pretend you're an archaeologist digging up dinosaur bones and sending them to the lab. You can name each bone as you pick it up and put it away. You can make believe the room is a battlefield that has to be cleared, or that you're giants picking up all of the townspeople's things and carrying them away to your castle, the toy box. Number 14, timed work and breaks. Work together and play together. This is really just a variation of number seven. You can set certain periods of time or certain numbers of items or tasks, and then a subsequent break. So this means that maybe you have uh, five minutes of cleaning up, and then you have two to five minutes of play of some kind. And then you go back to the work for two to five minutes, and then you have some minutes of, of play after that. Or you can do, we put away 10 items, and then we go jump on the tramp for five minutes. Number 15, clean with a playful limitation. 
This can be challenging and fun. Tell the kids that they can't use their right arm or they have to hop on one leg. They could try to get it done without talking or even with a blindfold on. The most amazing thing about doing this with my kids is how hard they try when they have a new impairment of some kind. Their motivation all of a sudden goes through the roof. Now it's a challenge. Now it's something to master. Each of these ways of making work more fun starts off as a joint effort between parent and child. But over time, kids begin to apply the methods on their own. They become more responsible for their own engagement in their work. They know that work does not have to be drudgery and that sitting on their buckets only steals away their own happiness and takes away from their, their own pursuit of what is most important and fulfilling to them. The challenge to upgrade ourselves by improving our own response to work and sharing these joyful experiences with our children lead to better relationships and help to teach them valuable, lifelong skills and virtues that will lead to greater success in all of their endeavors. Make it fun. Teach them that life is awesome. Even chores can be awesome. What chores do you have the hardest time getting your kids to do? What do you do to help your kids make these chores fun? Okay, everybody, you've heard all 15 things that I've listed here of ways to help kids have a little bit more fun with their work and their chores and ways that just they make our experience with our kids as, as we uh, teach the value of work to our kids easier and a little bit happier and, and more enjoyable as well. I hope this has been useful to you and please come on over to the blog and let us know what things you do with your kids. What games do they play? What kinds of things do they do to make their work a little bit more enjoyable? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. And I hope that it's useful to you every single day. Remember, if you have any questions yourself or comments or would just like to give some feedback on on the podcast or the blog, go ahead and email me at andysmithson at trueparenting.net or you can come on over to True Parenting's Facebook page and shoot me a message. I'm on the Facebook page several times a day and love to chat with parents out there that have questions of their own. So thank you for all your efforts as a true parent and look forward to talking with you again soon. Have a great day, everybody.